It's time now for the complete story with Dick Bott, a public news and information feature of Bot Radio Network to keep you informed about the most important issues of our day. Now, here is Dick Bott with today's complete story. Okay, well, here I am, uh, right at Easter time, flying solo again. Rich is in Colorado. So anyway, we'll have a good time. Now, I know my voice maybe is even worse than it was last week, but I will articulate as well as I can. So if you can understand me, then maybe you'll also forgive me for the poor voice quality. And we've been all through that before anyway. Now, here's here's what I'm thinking for this broadcast. Uh, you know, a Good Friday... If you, if you look in the Bible and read about it carefully, it was the worst day in recorded history. It was when all of the followers of the Lord thought, well, everything is done. It's terrible. The storm raged. It grew dark. And it was just as bleak as could be. I mean to tell you, this was bad news for everyone. Now, isn't it interesting I heard a preacher preach on this one time that that day, the worst of all days, was later called Good Friday. Isn't that interesting? Good Friday. Good Friday. Isn't that something? So just give a little thought to that. Good Friday is now what we call the day that at that time was the worst of all. And uh, so just ponder that a little bit. Now, here's something that we want to start off with. Paul Harvey, you know how much I admire him and what he did in the course of radio broadcasting back in those early days, plus what he stood for. And so many things he said, well, Paul Harvey had a special Easter message one time, and we went back through our archives to locate it. And I just want you to turn your radio up now and listen carefully. Listen carefully because this will tell you, this will tell you what Christ did uh, for each of us who believe in him and who will accept his gift of salvation. You must remember that the devil is against us at every turn of the road. The devil absolutely will try and drag you down, discourage you from living, and uh, just do every mean thing he can. But Christ is the answer. Now, here's what Paul Harvey said. Paul Harvey's Easter sermon is never the best that you hear on Easter. It's always the shortest. And it starts with a story about a Boston preacher named S.D. Gordon. Dr. Gordon placed a beat-up, bent, rusted old birdcage beside his pulpit and told the story about that birdcage. He said an unkempt, unwashed little lad about age ten was coming up the alley swinging this old caved-in birdcage with several tiny birds shivering on the floor of it. The compassionate Dr. Gordon asked, Where did the boy get the birds? The lad said he had trapped them. What was he going to do with them? The preacher asked. The boy said, I'm going to play with them, have fun with them. The preacher said, Sooner or later, lad, you're going to get tired of that, and then what are you going to do with them? And the lad said, Well, I I have some cats at home. They like birds. I'll feed them to my cats. Dr. Gordon said, Son, how much do you want for the birds? The boy, surprised, 
hesitated. And then he said, Mister, you don't want to buy these birds. They're just plain old field birds. They can't even sing, and they're ugly. Just tell me, preacher said. The girl had thought about it and stuck one eye and calculated and hesitated and he two dollars. To his surprise, Dr. Gordon reached into his pocket and handed the lad two dollar bills, and the preacher took the cage, and the boy in a wink had disappeared down the alley. In a sheltered crevice between buildings, Dr. Gordon opened the door of the cage, and tapping on the rusty exterior, he encouraged the little birds one at a time to find their way out through the narrow door and fly away. Thus having accounted for the empty cage beside his pulpit, the preacher went on to tell what seemed at first like a separate story, about how once upon a time Jesus and the devil had engaged in a negotiation. Satan had boasted how he had baited a trap in Eden's garden. He had baited a trap, and he'd caught himself a world full of people. What are you going to do with all those people in your cage, Jesus wanted to know. The devil said, I'm going to play with them, tease them, make them marry and divorce and fight and kill one another. I'm going to teach them to throw bombs at each other. I'm going to have fun with them. And Jesus had said, you can't have fun with them forever. When you get tired of playing, then what are you going to do with them? And Satan had said, damn them. They're no good anyway. Damn them. Kill them. Jesus said, How much do you want for them? Satan said, You can't be serious. If I sell them to you, they'll just spit on you. They'll hate you. They'll hit you and hammer nails into you. They're no good. Jesus said, How much? Satan said, All of your tears and all of your blood. That is the price. And Jesus took the cage and paid the price and opened the door. Now our purpose of Easter in a dozen words. Jesus lived a good life in a wicked world to show us that it could be done. He died and he rose again to show us that we could do that too. Paul Harvey. Good day. Now, does that, does that tell the story? Isn't that interesting? Now, let's just examine that for a moment, folks. The birds that are the least of these, the little birds, think of all the robins and all of the eagles and all of the different types of birds, but what are the least of these? That little tiny sparrow. Now, Ethel Waters sang about that little sparrow, and here it is. So why should I feel discouraged? Or why should the shadows come? Why should my heart, my heart be lonely Away, away from heaven 
and home when Jesus is he's my portion my constant oh my constant friend my friend is he for if his eye if his eye is on a sparrow just think of it, a sparrow then i know i really know he watches me he watches me his lovely children I know and how mom knows on Mother's Day that he watches we and I She is in heaven. She is in heaven. You know why? Because I think it was 1957. She went to a Billy Graham crusade. I think it was in Los Angeles, but I'm not sure. It could have been Madison Square Garden, but I don't think so. I think it was in Los Angeles. But that is where she gave her heart to the Lord. She'd been kind of a cabaret singer, you know, absolutely kind of a mess in her life. There's no doubt about that. But she went to a Billy Graham crusade. And that isn't what saved her, by the way, but that's where she heard the message of Christ and the, and heard how Christ died for her. And then she gave the rest of her life to praising him and singing for him. Anyway, what a blessing that was. 
Now, here's an old song. You know, these are all kind of Thanksgiving songs. They're uh, Christmas songs. They're everyday songs, are they not? I mean, a Christian uh, celebrates Christmas every day. A Christian celebrates Thanksgiving every day. A Christian celebrates Easter every day, especially when he died and rose again that we might live. Now, here's an old song. I can't remember the last time I've heard this song sung in a church or in a youth group or anywhere else, but it just lingers in my mind and lingers in my heart, and I want to share that with you today because we all, each and every one of us who know the Lord, should be thankful, thankful for that. Here it is. you did that day at Calvary. That'll be enough for me to shout about for at least 10 million years. You see, one day when I stand before the angels, I want to say, thank you, Lord, for giving to me thy great salvation so full and so free. song or not, but I sure do, and I think a lot of you do as well. Let me just tell you this now. Every week when you call our listener comment line um, and let and leave your message on that, why those are transcribed, 
and then Rich and I and the others in our staff enjoy going through them. And we take whatever you say to heart. It means a lot to us. Now, that number is 800-345-2621. Let me give that to you in 345-2621, and it's an 800 number. Now, I just want you to think to yourself, I know what you're going to do. You're getting all dressed up in the best clothes you've got to go to church. And you all want to look really nice because uh, it's Easter Sunday. Whatever that may be, you see, you want to just uh, get yourself all fixed up. But I want to tell you this. Take this song to heart by Jim Reeves because how long has it been? Really, here it is. How long has it been since you talked with the Lord and told him your heart's hidden secrets? How long since you prayed? How long since you stayed on your knees till the light shone through? How long has it been since your mind felt at ease? How long since your heart knew no burden? Can you call him your friend? How long has it been since you knew that he cared for you? How long has it been since you knelt by your bed? Since you woke with the dawn and felt this day is worth living, can you call him your friend? How long has it been since you knew that he cared for you? Folks, uh, we're spread out all over the place, aren't we? I mean, my goodness sakes. Uh, uh, Let me just say this. When you call us from Arkansas uh, or from California or Illinois, uh, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Missouri, Nebraska, Oklahoma, South Dakota, Tennessee, Texas, Wyoming. Let me say, we're all part of the family. We are all part of the family. And that's kind of the way I feel when I'm talking on the radio like this. 
Uh, for those who tuned in late, I'll have to say again, I apologize for my voice. I'm going to the doctor, and we'll talk about all that later. But I'm trying to articulate as well as I can and kind of keep up with things here. But I tell you what, I want Carol Robertson now to ask each of us how long, how long, and how about your heart? How about your heart? You know, the Bible says, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. So that's the place to check things out right away. And uh, this is a good time of the good time of the year to do it, a good season, the Easter season, when Christ paid the price. So let's hear this song. How about your heart? Is it right with God? Would you ask Christ in today? Is it black with sin, or is it pure within? Would you ask Christ in to stay? People often see you as you are outside. Jesus really knows you. How about your heart? Is it right with God? That's the thing that counts Christ thinking? What was Christ thinking about what was happening to him and the purpose and why? All of that. Well, there was a song written about that years ago. Uh, I think it was my wife's cousin that first brought it to our attention. But when I first heard it, 
I just loved it because of what it said, the reality of what it said, each and every one of us. That includes me and every one of our people in the audience right now. Individually, individually, Christ came to save us individually, not as a group, not as a bunch, not as a congregation, not from this church, that church, or the other church, no, but you as an individual person. So what was he thinking? Now here's the song that talks about that. I'm not This, this has been, 
our complete story for this year, 2018. Now, as I mentioned, uh, Rich is in Colorado right now, but he'll be listening. He'll be listening when this program is aired. So we want to we want to say hello, Rich. Uh, good for you. And uh, my wife Shirley, I uh, we've been married 65 years. It'll be 66 years this June. Isn't that something? How time passes. But folks, the most important thing that I want our Pod Radio Network family to know: it's been 56 years. That's more than a half century since Bot Radio Network first started, and the purpose was to bring you the message that you've just heard in this broadcast. It's for you and to help you serve the Lord. So not only be in church on Sunday, for goodness sake, but find a good Bible-preaching church that you can be a part of every Sunday. This is Dick Bott with his chapter of The Complete Story as a public service, and I'll see you later.